Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy. Tommy want wingy. Tommy. 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 You're listening to the Tom Sturz Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Tomsters podcast. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back after episode one. I hope you enjoyed episode one. Uh, it was fun to record. It was fun to put out. And here we are with episode two already. So uh, episode two, let's jump into announcements. So similar to last week, today's uh, most important announcement uh, is my upcoming comedy show. Or it's not my show, but I'm participating in a great show being put on by Happy Valley Comedy. It is on June the 10th. That's this upcoming Friday. I will be doing a stand-up set along uh, four other comics. It is, uh, like I mentioned, in American Fork. It's at 7 p.m. You can get tickets online. Um, Visit the link in my Instagram bio to find those tickets. They are $10, but they can be just $5 if you follow Happy Valley Comedy on Instagram. DM them my name and show them proof of purchase of your ticket you will get $5 tickets. One more announcement I want to say before we get into our yays and nays for the week. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this already. If not, get there ASAP because there's a new segment to this show. And the first iteration of that segment will be at the end of this episode, but it's called Tommy's Take. And what it's going to be, what it's going to be um, is I've opened up a Google form where you can submit uh, questions. You might be looking for advice about serious stuff not so serious stuff. And uh, I'm going to try to give out some answers. Okay. I know I'm not a licensed anything. This is more meant to be fun, but also informative. Who knows? We're going to run with it. Tommy's take. You can find the Google form link and the link in my Instagram bio. Also, I put up an Instagram highlight with that link there. So go there. If you have questions or whatever, submit something. Um, Like I said, the first segment of, or the first iteration of the segment is on today's episode at the end. So stay tuned for that and go and submit your questions. With that being said, let's just jump into this week's yays and nays. The first yay is the Top Gun films. So prior to Friday night, I had not seen uh, the first Top Gun movie or obviously the second one either. But within the next 24 hours, I had seen both. And man, am I ready to go in a plane and fly? Not really. It looks terrifying. But what? What films? And I mean, I, I have to admit, I did like the second one better. Maybe it's because, you know, I'm there's just not a sense of nostalgia there for me for the first one. But it was so good. Both films. Lots of emotion. Lots of action. Felt like I was in the plane with Tom Cruise. Felt like I was in the plane with Miles Teller. Felt like I was in the plane with Miles Teller's dad. Felt like I was in the U.S. Navy. But on my couch which is how I like it. So if you haven't seen either of those movies, uh, make sure to change that because I'm happy that I did. Um, Obviously, Top Gun 2 or Top Gun Maverick is in theaters now. Um, And then we rented the first film off of Amazon, I believe. So they are ready for YouTube. Take it. So do that. Before I get to my nay of the week, let's get to a, a, a new category that I came up with called Maybe. All right, we've got yay, we've got nay, and then we've got somewhere in the middle, Maybe. And today's Maybe, this week's Maybe, uh, mustaches. And yes, slightly inspired by seeing uh, Miles Teller in Top Gun 2, but also I'm just trying to grow my own mustache right now, and I'm having a hard time uh, making it look 
uh, well, making it visible uh, to anyone uh, who's further than six inches away from my face. But, you know, mustaches are a hit and miss. Sometimes they look great, like Miles Teller. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes they look horrible, BYU campus. Like, what is it that makes a good mustache? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find an answer for, for myself. And this week's nay, and on a serious note, on a serious note, mm, homophobia. Okay, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to everyone. And uh, if you if you didn't know, I put out a, a post. Um, I think it was is is either the first or second of June. And I talked about you know I you know people are some people are uncomfortable with Pride Month, the idea of Pride Month. And I let and I and I listed some reasons. Hmm. Well, there's been a lot that the LGBTQ plus community has has gone through and is going through and so that's why pride month um, is such a, a big deal for them and this is why they do it and if if similar things happen to straight people i'd be very surprised if uh straight people didn't kind of have their own pride month as well it's just this the lgbt lgbtq plus community has fought for their rights to love for so long um, and just rights in general, their human rights. And so this Pride Month um, is just a big deal for them and a special thing. And it's made its, it, and it's made its rounds on Instagram. And I've gotten a glimpse, a glimpse of a glimpse of some of the hateful stuff that people can say to gay people because people not knowing who I am saw this post assumed that I was in the community and said some nasty stuff in the comments, some horrible, horrible stuff. And do you know what the most concerning thing is? A lot of these kids, I click on their profile, they're like high school boys, like the majority of them, high school punks. You know, we hear, we hear a lot from, you know, certain people that there's too much of the quote unquote gay agenda being taught in school. While on the other side, all these kids in these schools are very hate <laughs> say some hateful stuff uh, to strangers who they who aren't gay i'm not gay but who they think are gay they're convinced are gay and they said some really mean stuff stuff that straight people will never have never um and don't currently deal with so homophobia big nay uh happy pride month Today I wanted to talk on the subject of what does it mean to be Mormon? And the reason why I want to talk about this is because and I'm not going to get into details because that's not the point of this podcast. But um, the reason why I want to talk about this is because uh, there's a group of moms on TikTok that... Uh, are referred to, maybe they call themselves this too, I'm not a thousand percent sure, but they're referred to as the Mormon Mom Talk. And recently there's been some drama going on, and so there there have been a lot of people talking about this group of moms. And, uh, e- you know, even prior to this current situation, people were asking these questions, but uh, a lot of people have been asking these questions because of the, the, the drama going on, but uh, they've been asking these types of questions. Um, these moms, are they, are they really Mormon? Um, I can see her shoulders. She's not wearing garments. She's not really Mormon. Um, they're Mormon quote unquote, but they're not actually Mormon and, and saying stuff like that. 
uh, you know, people have been saying that um, in the comments of their videos, and it's made me think, what, you know, what does Mormon really mean? And that, or what does it really mean to be Mormon? And I, I understand where people are coming from when they ask these questions, because there are certain standards um, set forth by the church uh, that make you a temple-worthy member of the church. And, and I think that's what people mean. Like, hey, that person uh, is wearing clothing that obviously uh, garments would be showing um, if they were wearing them. So they're not wearing them. Therefore, they aren't a temple-worthy member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But is that what it means to be a Mormon? Is that, is that it? So if you're not a temple-worthy member of the church, are you not Mormon? Obviously, there's... There are active Mormons. There are these official terms. Uh, active Mormon, inactive Mormon, less active Mormon. And so that, like, group would be Mormon. But in terms of, like, culturally, you know, let's just, let's just say that one or all of these moms were, like, trying to become temple worthy let's say that was their goal they wanted to get to the temple but right now they're also just wearing a tank top by the public of by the the court of public opinion they're not mormon enough they're not enough they don't reach the cultural standard of what it means to be a mormon and this cultural standard of mormonism and what it means to be a mormon or to be mormon enough has driven out people from the church. For a lot of people, it ha it's not a, a crisis of faith. I mean, obviously that happens um, often as well, but there is a chunk of people where it's a crisis of community and not feeling like they belong and not being enough, Mormon enough, or a, they're not doing enough to be culturally accepted as Mormon. And so people, on one hand, members of the church will say, why are people leaving? Why are people leaving the faith? What's going on? Well, at the same time, creating a space where people don't feel like they belong. And it's like, that's why. That's why people are leaving. Is because if someone doesn't show up as a perfect Mormon to church or act like a perfect Mormon during the week and you see that in some capacity, whether, you know, on their social media or in person or something, and you think, I mean, I thought that person was Mormon, but apparently not because they're doing this and this and this. That's why they're leaving. Who would want Who would want to be in a space where that's the standard is perfection or something slightly less than perfection? No one. That's the answer. No one would want to be there. Unless they're meeting that standard. And most of us aren't. A lot of us like to pretend that we are. So again. What does it mean to be Mormon? Here's my answer. Trying to be like Jesus. And I think that. Answer is. Beyond just. What does it mean to be Mormon? I think that's. An answer to what does it mean to. Be a good person. Trying to do what Jesus taught, you know, love everyone, love God, 
help everyone. Everyone's your neighbor. Consider everyone your neighbor and you're, and you're commanded to love them. I think that's what enough should be. And culturally, it's not. Culturally, that's not enough. There's more to being a Mormon. And I think that is a problem. And there, there is a level of, of obsession of, of, is this person Mormon enough? Because they, you know, there's a lot of people in the, in the church who need to know someone is Mormon enough before they're like, okay, yeah, they're Mormon. I accept them as one of us. Who put you in charge? Nobody. Nobody did. So stop acting like someone did. And if you want people to stop calling you a cult, stop acting like that. Step one, right there. So yeah, what does it mean to be a Mormon? Can someone be baptized at eight, never go to church again, and still call themselves a Mormon? Yeah, they're a member of the church. Sorry. Sorry about it. Can someone be baptized at eight, I don't know, go serve a mission and then not live the standards and then say, yeah, but I still, I'm still Mormon. Is that fine? Yeah, they're still a member of the church. Sorry about it. If we want people to stop leaving, that's the goal. We got to stop calling people not Mormon enough. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So... Stop obsessing over if someone's Mormon enough. Just focus on yourself. And uh, I think life will be better for everyone. Just my two cents. All right, so let's get into Tommy's take. I've got a question here that I'm excited to answer, and I hope that it, uh, it it's some good advice. So here's a question from one of you. It says, going to San Diego with friends... Should we splurge and rent an Airbnb or stay at a Doubletree for cheaper? Doubletree has cookies, but the Airbnb has free parking and beach. Please help. Now, up until three-ish weeks ago, I would have said go with the Airbnb. Airbnb experiences previous to three weeks ago for me have been so good fun uh you know kind of out of the box you know kind of an out of box way to uh you know spend your vacation but typically really great however three weeks ago my wife and i uh with you know a, a large portion of my family were in california to go to a wedding and uh, months ago we I got an Airbnb that we were going to stay at. And it was actually cheaper than staying uh, at a local hotel. So it was the cheaper option. Um, but we had done Airbnbs uh, in the past. And so we're like, oh, yeah, let's do this. It's, it's pretty darn cheap. It's close to, we're going to, is close to Disneyland. And we're like, this is great. And so we showed up to the, uh, to the spot 
And first things first, it was the the entrance to this to this unit was not you know through a front door or a back door, but like a side door, which we knew it wasn't you know we knew that it was an attachment to the home. We knew it wasn't through the front door. That wasn't a surprise, but it was through this little like fenced area that just felt a little sketchy. And we, we, we go through the, this, uh, this gate we go through and outside of the, the door to get into our unit is the washer and dryer available. The washer and dryer were just chilling outside outdoors. Never seen that before. Alarming. Maybe not alarming, but just unusual, and it, and it and it set a good tone for the for the rest of the Airbnb experience because we get in uh, pretty easily, you know. Um, we kind of look around, and it, it it wasn't pleasing to the eye, but again, we knew that going in. We we saw pictures, um, but we go into the bathroom. We're just kind of checking things out. We go into the bathroom, um, look in the shower. There is hair on the walls of the shower ew gross look over so that's one side of the, uh, of the shower look over on the other side of the shower a full mirror in the shower built into the wall odd weird step out of the you know the bathroom start looking around there are two doors that are like boarded up That could lead into where we're sleeping. And in the Airbnb listing, it tells you how many doors lead into the unit. Just so you know, as someone's staying there, how you can come in and come out. And it said there's like a kind of a front door and a back door. And we saw those. Those were glass sliding doors. But what wasn't listed were these two other doors on the opposite walls that were, and and I said boarded up, but they were, more just kind of like blocked by big things. Like there's like a table in front of one and something else in front of the other, but they were, they could have been still accessible. They still look like someone could have just walked through, pushed over the big thing and come on through a little sketchy in here. But so every, you know, we've got hair, we've got some weird doors, but it's like, okay, kind of gross, kind of weird, but here's the kicker. We look to see how we can lock the front door, the glass sliding door. And the the lock of the door was broken, just broken. And to fix it, you know, picture picture a, a sliding door. You slide it all the way so it's closed. And their solution to the broken lock was, let's drill a hole through the frame of the door and then the actual door take a pin or a nail rather like a a decently long but thin nail tie it to a piece of string and just advise the users the renters the random people living in this unit for a day or two to just put it in these holes. Not actually locking the door, 
kind of just making it a little bit harder than normal to break in. And so we saw this and we're like, what in the world is this? That's not a lock. That's that's a like a backup to a backup to a backup plan for your own home. We don't know where we are. We had to get on Apple Maps to walk here. We don't understand, you know, what's going on around us. There's all this other kind of stuff, kind of gross stuff, kind of weird. Plus this, no. So we ended up uh, leaving that unit. We talked to Airbnb about it. Like we didn't really feel safe with the only thing staying uh, between us uh, and a stranger uh, being a a nail with a a string attached to it. And they were great. They're like, here's your money back. That was weird. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, And then we ended up splurging on some uh, on a hotel room for a couple nights. So long story short, long answer short, go with the hotel. They've got cookies, like you said, uh, and they have locks for sure. So always go to the place that definitely has locks. Uh, I hope that helped. And I hope that all of you enjoyed episode two of the Thompsters podcast. Come back next week and uh, we'll chat some more.